New York and Hollywood, California. It's the Bacos of Hoot Nanny starring Nate and Adam. This week, y'all need to hurry up so I can start packing for my vacation to the Virgin Islands. And now, two guys who would have suited up for Grambling if axed Adam Wilson and Nathan Frizzell. Thank you, Emily Ann Heinemann, for that impudent introduction. We would have played that football game. Yes. You just asked us. Yes, we would. I would have played a clarinet, too. The clarinet. They, they played a tuba. He wants something big in his mouth. Oh, Lord, they, I know that's right. Bitch, that's that skin flute. What you talking about? We have got to bail out of this running joke very quickly <laughs> before we get into some serious trouble with the two black people that we know. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the Bicoastal Hootenanny starring Nate and Adam. I am and Adam. Adam Tootenanny Wilson, that is, in Brooklyn, New York, where it is currently 60 degrees Fahrenheit and not a cloud in the sky. And I am Nate Frizzell, starring Nate Frizzell in Los Angeles, California, nay, Hollywood, California, nay, the Fairfax District, California, where it is cloudy and 59 degrees. Why don't you give us your cross streets, Nate? Jesus. Uh, that's my next step, actually, <laughs> Adam. Uh, so uh, be careful what you wish for. Uh-huh. Uh, how's your uh, week been? Uh, it's been, uh, it's been a week. That's for sure. It's been a good week, but it's good. been a week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Busy, busyness abounds, uh, and just a lot of silliness in the world. That's really all that matters. Uh-huh. Yeah. Way to be completely vague and almost not answer the question at all. <laughs> Has anything gone on? <laughs> uh, no, nothing, uh, nothing that the, uh, the Hootenier specifically need to, to know about. Just, uh, just another week in the yeah. life of Hollywood Nate Frizzell. See how good at improv he is? See that Hootenier's? <laughs> So see how he just yes-anded the shit out of me right there? Oh, wait, no. Well, you, you took a dump on everything I've ever told you. Well, I could have, I could have, you know, made something up, but I, I don't like to lie to my hootenears. I don't like to, to just make up shit. I could have said, hey, look, you know, I um, I uh, booked a series regular, and now I'm too big for this show, and I'm leaving. But uh, I don't want to do that to our listeners. Okay. It's a shame. They might. It's a shame. They might be entertained by something. That would, that would have sucked. Okay. Uh... <laughs> I, I'll tell you, Nate, I tell you, I, I think I might have said this on the podcast before, but I'll say it again. The mosquitoes in New York are worse than the mosquitoes in Louisiana. Are they really? Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, that sounds stupid. That sounds ridiculous. It sounds, it sounds impossible. like an exaggeration. It sounds, it sounds implausible. It sounds, yes. it sounds frankly, like, like, I'm, like I'm trolling you right now. Like I'm being like the Skip Bayless of insect technology or something like that. Like I'm just, I'm only saying something to rile you up as a Louisianian. Like, and huh. I am riled. Yeah. Uh huh. Up, up. So if that is your intent, sir, uh-huh. you have succeeded. No, 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 no. Here's the deal. Uh, now in Louisiana, there's mosquitoes everywhere, all the time, 24 7, 365. Hmm. Sometimes 366. All the time. Christmas Day, if there's frost on the ground, somehow there's still mosquitoes eating your ass up, right? Yeah. So what do we do? We got a guy in a truck with a big spray can driving around the neighborhoods, just spraying. Spraying the mosquitoes so that, yeah. so that the mosquitoes are kind of drunk all the time. Basically, these mosquitoes are alcoholics. They're junkies. They're, like uh, the rest of the people in Louisiana. Right. If, uh, 
they are the insect. Yes, uh, the, the mosquitoes in Louisiana are the insect equivalent of uh, junkies on the Bowery in the CBGB era. You know, <laughs> yeah. not very dangerous people. Could would be if they weren't on drugs because they they got nothing to lose. But uh, now they just got nothing. Okay, so they, they there's these shitty drunk little mosquitoes that can barely fly. And they can't even burrow into your skin. They're so weakened by this insecticide or whatever, or not really insecticide, more like insecta beer, I guess. I don't know what you call call it, Uh, which has probably given us cancer as well. Okay, so that's the mosquitoes in Louisiana. Now, mosquitoes in New York, they're not not so plentiful. No. Therefore, we don't have that guy in a truck driving around spraying everything. So if it's between the temperatures of 40 and 140, which is about 99% of the year, no matter what room you sit in, no matter what room in which you sit, there's one mosquito. There's one mosquito yeah. in there all the time. One. And he is having a he is he is on steroids. He is just He's a super mosquito. He is at full strength. And when there's one mosquito in there, you don't think you have a mosquito problem. But you like you, know, you lie down to go to sleep and right before you're about to doze off here. And you fucking can't find it. And he's fast. He's nimble. He's not like a Louisiana mosquito who's drunk and slow and had to repeat seventh grade a couple times. This is like, this is yeah. uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger of mosquitoes. Like, he's a bad. Yeah. This is the, the it's like um, the Jim Thorpe of mosquitoes. <laughs> uh, yeah. And and uh, and so then you, you can't go to sleep because you know this monster is in there with you. And he's going to bite you while you sleep. Right. Whilst, whilst you sleep. Therefore, I'd say whilst, but therefore, therefore, I get more mosquito bites in New York than I ever did in Louisiana, ever. Interesting. Now, uh, I never considered that, but that makes uh, absolutely. Now, l- let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, are you as, are you susceptible to West Nile in New York like you are in Louisiana every couple of years? Uh, I don't know. I never really. I don't. I don't know. West Nile seems like one of those things that like concerned moms talk about, so I just kind of tune them out. No, do you remember when we were at LSU yes. and they yes. had that, uh, that yes. breakout of West Nile? Everybody was freaking out about yeah. it. Yeah, birds were dying. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, no, no, people were dying. That, that's why they were, because it was the first time that, like, people had died from it in, mm-hmm. in a long time. Like, remember, J- JD was even like, Nathan, this is how I'm going to go. He said, I'm going to be sitting on my porch. And I'm going to get bitten by a mosquito. I'm not going to be able to move my neck, and then I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I was like, JD, you're not going to get West Nile. He's like, it's only happening to old people. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're not going to get West Nile. Just use off. Yeah. And uh, he was convinced he was going to go from a mosquito bite. Yeah. Oh, and that, that's another thing. The, the shelves at the store, the shelves at your local bodega are not stocked with off. I mean, you <laughs> might, you might. It's you know, one out of 10 stores has it, whereas in Louisiana, 10 out of 10 stores ha- ha- has it. Now, now I- I'll modify my argument. Now, if I'm in, if I'm anywhere in Louisiana where the population uh, the population density is more than three people per square mile, then yes, the mosquitoes are weak because there's the, the mosquito man truck uh, yeah. uh, uh, spraying everywhere. If I'm in Union Parish, Louisiana, uh, where in what? Union Parish, Louisiana, where there are three people there, um, and that's yeah. it. Uh, there's no, there's no. no um, dire need. I mean, there is a dire need for it, but there's just not a whole lot of people to say, you know, Pay the tax. There's no funding. Exactly. So there's no, and and also the mosquito man would have to he'd have to drive ten miles and then just go like pss, spray a little bit in somebody's driveway and then go yeah. ten miles to the next driveway and whatnot. So the mosquitoes run rampant there. 
Um, but again, we're we just bathe in off up in Union Parish, Union Parish. So. You know what uh, the absence of off in New York is like? Uh, it's like what we were talking about uh, Boulder, Colorado and uh, Los Angeles, California, uh, two places that feel they don't need to have air conditioners because uh -huh. it only gets hot so often. Right. But uh, what do you do when it actually gets hot? You need the AC, just like in New York. Ah, uh, we don't get many mosquitoes here, but you do have mosquitoes. Yeah. So you should have off. What's wrong with you people? At least a citronella candle, right? Just, right. Well, I, I, I tell you, there's been like 10, at least 10 nights this past summer. There's been one mosquito in my room, and I'm just in, in bed in my drawers, and I'm like, I got two choices. I could just pull my blanket over my head, but it's summer, and I don't, I don't even have air conditioning. I don't need it. Uh, so I could just sweat like a bastard underneath underneath the blanket all night, which not going to happen. Yeah. Or, or I get up at 3 in the morning, turn the fucking light on, and just stand there in my drawers, just waiting, waiting to find him. So I can yeah. just go, go go slap him with my hand, but this one's this again. This guy, this guy's faster than a Louisiana mosquito, sure. so I can't I can't just lackadaisically slap him like I like I usually do. Um, so it's a bit of a Tom and Jerry cartoon, and um, uh, Tom and Jerry. Uh, <laughs> um, well, now there is another solution. I'm not sure if you considered this suicide. Well, I mean, I guess that's that that's the the extreme. I would say, mm -hmm. um, no, I. Consider, all right, now just bear with me for a second. Mm -hmm. Get some mosquito netting over your bed. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it may look a little feminine, mm -hmm. but uh, hey, you won't have a mosquito problem anymore. That's feminine? Well, you know, any time you drape something over your bed, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a, a feminine thing. I, I would, I, I think, anyway. Am I wrong? Because do yeah, men drape things over their bed? Uh, yeah, women. Well, right. Well, okay, I guess you could drape a woman over your bed. I'm not sure they would get rid of your mosquito problem. Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, it might just add to it. Uh, that's a good point. Um, yeah, it's fine. Uh, hey, you know, this, uh, this, is, this is all nonsense, Nate. Uh, you know, you know, it's not nonsense? You know, it's not nonsense? Toot Nanny Tuesday, which I want to address for a moment. <laughs> oh, what happened? What happened on Tuesday? Uh, no, nothing happened. No, you're not going to get in trouble at all. I was listening uh, to yours and Chris True's alternate universe uh -huh. uh, that you created, uh, and, and you were you were making um, WNBA teams. Oh, yeah. What, you got some ideas? Well, I, I have one that I, it, it won't get out of my head, uh -huh. and I want to share with you and see what you think. Go ahead. Because you guys were, were coming up with names for the WNBA version of the Brooklyn Nets. Yes. And I was thinking to myself, hmm, Brooklyn Nets. And the first thing that popped in my head almost as soon as I thought that was, hmm, how about the Brooklyn Crabs? Oh, that's great. That's actually really good. Does that work? Good job. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's, yeah, along, it's was... along, along the lines of Chris's uh, Brooklyn Rims, which... God, that is dirty. Uh, dirty right. son of a bitch. Uh, and then well, he, I've... and then he had the balls. He had the balls to like, you know, like go like, man, you're being really dirty in this podcast. I'm like, you said Brooklyn rims. <laughs> you yeah, said, I... you said Brooklyn instances of when you get your asshole licked. Like, come on. <laughs> his his uh, his comments on your, um, your options were bounce back and forth between, wow, you're really into names today, and, ooh, you're offensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, you know, I'd only give it, like, ten minutes to think of this. He really he, he really did quite well. Uh, no, he did a great job. Uh, his, uh, 
What was his first one that he kind of nailed right out? Oh, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, that was the best uh, one. I, fe I felt so bad that we started with that. We should have ended with that one. That was so good. Um, uh, I'll, uh, I'll say also uh, on um, uh, 107.3, the talk in uh, FM in Baton Rouge, uh, Brian Haldane had Jeremy White on. Uh, Jeremy's going to join us later for first down and balls. Uh, sorry, Jason in Milwaukee. I'm really sorry about that. Uh, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Brian Haldane had to listen to it, and he came up with uh, he came up with one for the uh, Washington Wizards. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so the Washington Wizards uh, NBA team. So for the WNBA team in Washington, should be the old Washington NBA team name. Think about uh, it. Think about it. Uh, wait, no, I don't. I don't have it. Do you know? You don't, you don't even know what that name is. No, I, maybe I do, but you got to tell me. There's the Washington Bullets. Oh. <laughs> uh, do, oh so, do you get it? Yeah. Okay, you get it right off the bat. I had to think about it. For, I had to think about it for like three hours before I got the fucking joke. Uh, well played, well played, sir. Anyway, uh, and then uh, and then uh, Elena came up with the uh, Los Angeles Bakers. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, nice, excellent. Okay, nice. Uh, your girlfriend's on fire. Uh huh. Um, and then, you know, I had some that I left on the table. God, I wish I'd come up with New York tricks. Oh, yeah. yes, mm -hmm. yes. I had one or two others that I, I, I couldn't, I don't remember now, but mm -hmm. uh, the, the Brooklyn Crabs was the one mm -hmm. that, that popped, that stuck in my head. Uh -huh. New York knicker knockers. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, yeah, the knickerbockers, that's a tough one. Mm -hmm. But uh, you remember, yeah, it, came, uh, it was easy, uh, hopple cuts. Which is Dutch for raging cunt. So, because <laughs> that's the first thing that comes to my mind when I when I hear knickerbockers, mm -hmm. knickerbockers, hopple cuts. You yeah. know, yeah. So, that's great. That's a, a Dutch law firm: knickerbocker and hopple cut. <laughs> knickerbocker, knickerbocker, and hopple cut. There we go. <laughs> and a uh, hammock. Again, this is all nonsense. But you know what is not nonsense? What the world, the world around us, which is incredibly sane. I wish that right. were true. But uh, let's make sense of it all in the probe, starring Nathan Frizzell. Welcome to the probe where we go deep. I'm your resident proberer, Nathan Frizzell. Adam? Yeah. Michael Douglas is many things. He's the son of a Hollywood legend, uh -huh. a Golden Globe, an Oscar winning actor and producer. Mm -hmm. He's a father and a husband. Mm -hmm. Now we can add liar to what that list. What do you lie about? Michael Douglas never had throat cancer. He, never, he like... recently told the press. The actor now says he had tongue cancer. Uh -huh. You motherfucker. You lying son of a bitch. Douglas said he hid the diagnosis at the urging of his doctor to protect his career. The, the surgeon said, let's just say it's throat cancer. The treatment up until recently can be very brutal, Michael Douglas said of tongue cancer. Your career as a leading man could be over. If you have signed a contract to promote a movie, you would have a strong motivation not to say, maybe in six months I won't have a tongue or a lower jaw. Douglas apparently did not need the potentially disfiguring surgery. He told the doctor he was instead treated with an aggressive form of radiation and chemotherapy. The treatment, he said, lasted five months. So after this whole big long crusade about how Michael Douglas got throat cancer from eating vagina, and he was doing this whole great public service announcement and turning his cancer into this great thing. He lied about which type of cancer he had. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not saying that's not still how he got it. Although yeah. he did. Yeah, it does make more. It, it does make more sense of it all. You know. Although he did recently come out and say, "I think I got it more because I was a smoker and drinker for 30 years." Mm -hmm. Which, <laughs> you know, I mean, look, I'm not saying that Michael Douglas isn't a pimp, 
But um, yeah, the smoking and drinking, I think, would more likely lead to now tongue cancer. But I'm kind of pissed off. Why wouldn't you? Why would you come out and 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 try to act like such a martyr, like such a hero? You know, uh, by saying I have throat cancer and it's because I ate vagina and now I have cancer because of it. I mean, you're just lying about the type of cancer you had. This makes me angry that people would do that. Oh, uh, you want a titty in your mouth about it or something? Jesus. No. I just don't understand why he couldn't have been up front with us right off the bat. Now I don't even believe him. Not, you know what? I take everything I said back. No, I don't believe him. I don't think he got uh, – I don't think that he got uh, cancer from, uh, from uh, cuddling us at all. I think he's gay. There you go. There you go. There's a there, that's that's what I think right there on the Nathan, table. You think Michael Douglas is gay? Nathan Frizzell, you watch too many movies. <laughs> right. All the rumors are true now. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I think. You liar, cancer liar. Uh huh. Anyway, um, it, uh, it that news came out this week, and I was just like, that's the most stupidest thing. Is he just trying to keep his name in the in the papers? I wonder uh, in the newspapers. I don't know. I guess I, I don't know. I don't know why I do that. Uh, um, uh, I'm trying to find a reason why I should care, other than just the joke. Like, oh, well, that makes sense about the the pussy eating. You know, that, that makes a lot more sense. Right. Uh, I I can't tell if you're actually angry about this or you're. This is a bit. Um, I'm no, sorry, so, sorry bit, to I sorry to ste- sorry to step out of the improv scene and go like, hey, are you trying to be funny, Nate? I can't fucking tell. Um, you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? You hear that improv? Those yeah. improv skills right there. Uh-huh. You hear that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you something that you will be outraged by. Actually, uh-huh. you might just find it sad and funny at the same time. What's this about? Former Baptist pastor and Tea Party Unity founder Rick Scarborough spoke with conservative activists on Thursdays about potential anti-gay strategies, including a class action lawsuit against homosexuality. Now, who do you sue when you sue homosexuality? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, hey, hey, not not God, since God didn't invent it or anything. Right, yeah. obviously you I know that. God out of this. Right. Uh, but now, like, okay, here's his quote. The whole issue of a class action lawsuit you and I have talked about this a little bit. Scarborough told uh, the president of Americans for Truth about homosexuality in a conversation at a Tea Party gathering Thursday. People for the American Way's Right Wing Watch, that's hard to say, a progressive advocacy group that monitors and reports on conservative political organizations, posted a partial transcript and audio recording of the discussion. Scarborough said he believes homosexuality and tobacco companies should be equally vulnerable to class action lawsuits. Quote, obviously, statistically now, even the Centers for Disease Control verifies that homosexuality much more likely leads to AIDS than smoking leads to cancer. And yet the entire nation has rejected smoking. Billions of dollars are put into a trust fund to help cancer victims. And the tobacco industry was held accountable for that, Scarborough said, when in actuality, the CDC reported in 2008 that, quote, more deaths are caused each year by tobacco use then by HIV, illegal drug use, alcohol use, motor vehicle injuries, suicides, and murders combined. So is it any surprise that Rick Scarborough has his head up his ass when it comes to facts? Now he wants to sue homosexuality. Should somebody tell him that that's an adverb and not a person? 
uh, homosexuality is not not an adverb. Good job, though. But yeah, well, uh, I, I, first, first is also a noun. But um, <laughs> that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Shut up! Shut up! Quit laughing at me. Fuck off. Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh God. Uh, 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 Why? How do these people have followers? Are we just that dumb as a nation now? Uh, I don't know that they. Well, my point is, I don't think that this guy does have a whole lot of followers, and that's why he is doing this because this is more or less uh, a stunt that he's playing on himself and the very few followers he has, which makes me wonder, why are you giving him the the platform right now? Uh, because I want like... to educate people about how, because the Tea Party, whether we choose to acknowledge it or not, has a little bit of foothold in this country. I mean, after all, they are the reason uh, that we, that they are the majority of the reason that we just had that government shutdown. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. There's nobody in the Tea Party that's in Congress. No, the no, but they they responded. The Republicans in Congress are now responding to the mm-hmm. Tea Party base. Uh, All right, we're just gonna we're just gonna rename this the Huffington Probe. Is that what we're gonna do? You're gonna find the craziest person you can find on the right, and just uh, and then uh, and then paint paint that guy, paint with a broad brush of that guy. The Tea this, Party with that guy. The fucking funny, dr- the, the fucking it is funny, but the fucking drummer from the Velvet Underground's in the Tea Party. Come on, I mean, like that's the biggest hippie in the history of the world. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, come on, like. I just think that this is this is like perfect, you know, just fodder to just rip on. Like this, this fucking mm-hmm. this guy wants to sue right. gay. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> I think. I th- I th- I, I think I know a person named Sue Gay, by the way. <laughs> Actually, do. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't. Know. I mean, I like. I don't know. I hear this, and I'm just like, there's crickets in my head, man. Like, come on, this, this is this. There's, there's one of these in every group. Every group. There's one of them in every group. Who gives a shit? You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Adam Wilson just took a big steaming shit on the probe. Thank you very much. <laughs> I took a, I took a big steaming shit on something that's on Huffington Post that's 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 on there specifically so that like 18 college freshmen could go like. I mean, you see, that's what the conservatives do. That's what they're like. I mean, they really think that. That's what conservatives are like. I mean, it's fucking conservatives. I mean, God, and these corporations and these conservatives. Let's go. <laughs> let's go to Zuccotti Park and complain that we can't get a job with our creative writing degrees that we got from Bard. I mean, that, I, I, that's what this is for. What, uh, well, I agree, but I think it is important when people those, say shit like none of those pussies it, listen to this podcast. <laughs> I think it's important uh, when people say stupid shit like this uh, that they get called out on it. Like, uh, well, I, I think it's know. I think it's important when people say stupid shit like this to ignore them. Uh, no, because if you ignore them, then you don't know. Here's the thing: if you don't know people are saying these things then you'll only hear the good things that they say. Like, if we didn't know Michelle Bachman was a crazy bitch because everybody calls her that and show, and reveals her, exposes her as such, then all we would have to go on is the debates that she had in the Republican presidential election, which she actually did not do so poorly uh, until uh, until the very end when she made that, that dumb statement about the HPV vaccine. Uh, so that's the thing, like... We got to know everything that these people say because they could be running for office one day and we need mm-hmm. to know that this is this is who they really are. Mm-hmm. She has a vote. She has a voting record that that reflects all of these things that you're saying about her. Like what, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't Yeah, but how many people actually, you know, take the time to research that shit? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not I'm I'm saying that I think that they should, but mm-hmm. uh, you know. Anyway. That's we're just trying to bring our hootenears mm-hmm. The most up-to-date coverage of stupid people mm-hmm. everywhere. Right. Well, thank God you 
Well, thank God we spent 10 minutes on this and um, not 10 minutes on a guy who is has a much higher office that says within five minutes, well, we must attack them. And that's exactly why we won't be attacking them now, now that I just got somebody giving me a bad signal over there. You know, that's fine. <laughs> sure. Let's not talk about that. That's 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 completely irrelevant. Let's talk well, about let's talk about the craziest guy you could possibly find on the most left wing site you could possibly find, saying uh, the stupidest thing he's ever said that, yeah, no one, that nobody gives a shit about. That that yeah, is that on, is not going to get past. That, that he's not even going to finish writing this petition. That's that's a politician flip flopping on a position is not is is not news because it happens every day. But I'm just, uh, I'm just saying I'm not going to spend all of balls talking about Skip Bayless because I don't give a shit. Yeah, he's crazy. I mean, he's not any crazy. He just says stupid shit, specifically, so you and I can talk about it. But I'm not going to. Well, I'm I I, I beg to differ about the direction of the probe. But thank you for your input, you fucking cockface. And that was the probe, starring Nathan Brazil. Fuck off. Let's go to break. Shut up. <laughs> okay. I'll uh, 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 stick around. Uh, and hopefully, uh, during this break we're about to take, uh, Nate and I can kiss and make up. I, I, I do feel bad about what <laughs> I'm just, uh, I, <laughs> Sorry. Stay I'm, tuned to see if I return for the second half. You're listening to the Bicoastal Hootenanny starring Nate and Adam. Hola, greetings, guten tag, hello. You like laughing? Of course you do. You're not a fascist, or maybe you are. But even fascists like a good joke now and then. The Family Dinner and Comedy Troupe is ready to provide that fascist joke in addition to many patriotic ones and a number of morally neutral humorous comments. The Family Dinner is the premier improvisational comedy troupe of Baton Rouge. We perform weekly at the local laser tag. Join us Friday nights for sketch, music, and extemporaneous fun with audience interaction and very little personal injury. Check us out online at facebook.com slash familydinnerimprov. Here at the Red Streak Podcast, we're more than just a trio of debased guys drinking and swearing into a microphone. We also explore more enlightened topics like science and technology. If they could put the technology of a woman saying, come in my pussy, into intergalactic space travel, we would have colonized the universe by now. So join us every week for the Red Stick Podcast on iTunes or at theredstick.com. Dropping science like Galileo dropped the orange... Welcome back to the Bicoastal Hootenanny starring Nate and Adam. I am Nate Frizzell in Los Angeles, California, along with my simplistic, small-minded, self-righteous co-host Adam Wilson in Brooklyn, New York. How's it going over there? Pretty good. Great to, uh, you know, whip out the whip out the uh, the guns of patriotism and uh, taking, taking your liberal socialist agenda to task. Uh, li- liberal or just correct? <laughs> Correct. Liberal or just correct, says the guy who called me self-righteous on Facebook the other day. Ha! And and on the Bicosa Hootenanny just now, just about 20 seconds ago. Oh, you called me self-righteous? Yeah. You don't listen to anything I say, do you? See? Uh, it's, it's not that I don't listen. It's that my short-term memory is that of a goldfish, and my long-term memory is that of an elephant. So, or, not, not, like, not like of an actual elephant, but of like what we, in lore, 
and according to legend, an elephant has. You know, that's what I mean. Uh, all these excuses. So I'll these, remember. Try to back them up with all these facts that only Rain Man would know. I'll remember the, I'll, the memory of an elephant. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'll remember in 25 years what you said 20 seconds ago. Is what I you mean. will absolutely. I can tell you, you the got, names. Got some mild form of Aspergers. I'm convinced. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I can tell you, I can tell you every name, I can tell you the names of every person in my kindergarten class. I don't know what I had to eat yesterday. My God. I would, you know what? One of the scariest things I could imagine is not a runaway roller coaster. It's not a haunted house. It's not being held up in a dark alley in the middle of the night. It's being inside your head. I can't imagine what goes on up there. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, there's other things of me that you could be inside that are way scarier, but anyway, Don't, don't um, even want to imagine that either. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, uh, a friend of a, 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 uh, a lady that I know, uh, introduced me to a term. Do you know what gaslighting is? Yeah. Yeah. It refers to the, uh, the Hitchcock film. Yeah. Uh, like I know it refers to the Hitchcock film. Uh, and, uh, I, it's one of those things where, um, this girl explained to me what gaslighting is. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, uh, okay. Uh, and then I didn't understand what it, I still didn't understand what it was. And then I looked it up and I read the definition of it, and yep. I still I still don't understand what it is. Um, it, sa- it says it, the definition: it's a gaslighting is a form of mental abuse in which false information is presented with the intent of making a victim doubt his or her own oh memory, God. perception, and sanity. This is basically that there's a lot of la- there's a lot of ladies kind of saying gaslighting a lot lately, um, yeah. and maybe men too, but I hear it from the ladies um, saying that like uh, that. Um, uh, you know, there might be a persisting idea that women are crazier than men are. I mean, you whether or not right. you and I believe this is not uh, pertinent to the fact that there is that idea floating around. You know, we we agree on this. Sure, okay. sure. Um, the uh, uh, that that uh, it was it was told to me that that whole idea is the result of nothing but gaslighting. Um, well, th- that definition, by the way, is is some nerd. Trying to make it sound very fancy. All gaslighting is is the. Well, is on, the it, was, it was the Wikipedia episode. So it's, yeah, yeah, it is some nerd. Yeah. It is some nerd. There you okay. go. Some nerd who actually has no credentials. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, sitting there. Basically, gaslighting is the either the process or the belief that you are being intentionally driven crazy uh-huh. by someone. Right. Um, I actually had. I actually lived with roommates who I thought at one point were gaslighting me. Because uh, they'd come, they'd come into my room at night and they move shit around, and I'd wake up in the morning and be like, "What the fuck? Where am I?" <laughs> Nate, you are so, you are so perfect. Sometimes you're the complete opposite of what you were in our first segment. You liberal <laughs> socialist propagandizer. Uh, uh, you just, you just, you right on cue there because I was just about to say I've never heard of a man accusing anybody of gaslighting them and then you just well, fucking did that's the first time i've ever heard a man say like somebody was gaslighting me uh well there you go no no here i don't know uh, so um the idea that women are uh crazy that your average you know the women are crazier than men now that's a bit cruel now obviously i'm not a mental I'm not a psycho psychologist or a psychiatrist or whoever decides who's crazy or not you know one of those doctors um okay. I mean, let me let me just tell you this, and I'm going to ask you a question, Nate. You don't have okay. to answer because you know the answer to this question, and I know the answer to this question. We both know that we each know the answer to this question, and the entire world knows the answer to this question. Okay, yeah. here's the scenario. Uh, I work with nothing but men in a workplace where we all do something that we enjoy doing. Okay? 
Yes. There. Uh, I'm in a relationship with a woman who works with nothing but women in an environment where they do what they love doing. Yes. Uh, which set of coworkers do you think gets along better? Right. You don't have yeah. to answer. No, I don't. Well, we all know the answer to this question. It's a given. Yes. Uh, so now, am I gaslighting? Am I gaslighting right now? Or am I just... No. I'm no, implying something. Okay. No, no, no. Gaslighting is like, like somebody actually has to be doing stuff mm-hmm. to you. You're just, you're just, you're stating in a very astute observation. Mm-hmm. But you say gaslighting. Somebody thinks the gaslighting is like when, uh, when you're being gaslighted, it's it's you thinking somebody's trying to drive you crazy. Right. See, I call that narcissism. Yeah, that's what I call that. Uh, uh, look, I, look. All I know is that when I wake up in the morning. And my and the contents of one bookcase have been shifted to a different corner of my room. Uh, uh, that's not narcissism. That's I'm a not prank. Up going, it's a fucking I'm prank. So fucking up. It's a prank. Uh, yeah, but you know, it happened so often, and it was sometimes uh-huh. it was so subtle uh-huh. that it was like this is either the best prank of all time, or they're trying to drive me crazy. What are you gonna do? Wake? Are you gonna wake up with your hand in a pan of warm water and you've pissed yourself? And you're like, damn it, I've been gaslighted. No, 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 no. Nothing like uh-huh. that. Nothing like that. It wasn't. Look, you just kind of had to be there, all right? Yeah. Uh, uh, listen, I doubt my own sanity on a daily basis anyway. I don't need any help in that uh-huh. regard. You know, I'm, I'm hosting a podcast with a right-wing commie. Uh, uh, wait, 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 what? A what? Yeah, exactly. You're a paradox, my friend. <laughs> uh, so I doubt my sanity every day. I don't need any help in that regard. Mm-hmm. And here you are. Mm-hmm. Right. So gaslighting, there we go. It's actually a pretty good movie. You should watch it sometime. But that's for another discussion when we step into JD's office. That's true. Okay. Uh, yeah, they, I think we didn't step into JD's office today. I think they're checking for his bestos. No, that's okay. We, it's probably good we didn't because I saw Curry last night, and mm-hmm. uh, I would probably spend about an hour ranting. Mm-hmm. So, so, it's, oh. so well, I'll save that for Frizzell Fridays. Okay. Well, let's do another segment. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's step right into everybody's semi-favorite segment. Uh, Adam Wilson, show us your balls. Welcome to Balls. I am Adam Tutnetti Wilson, America's Balls caster. Uh, uh, today, we're going to bring it. Let's bring it, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy White, our executive producer and the publisher of uh, The Red Stick. Jeremy, how you doing? Uh, doing fine, guys. Doing fine. Good, we Welcome, got two big, Jeremy. Yeah, we got two big stories that we want to talk about. First, let's, uh, let's uh, give the man his due. Um, what, what was the quote? He could, he could, take, he could take his in and beat your in. And he could take Yorn and beat his, and Bum Phillips died this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, bum. Yeah, old Bum. My favorite, though, my favorite Bum quote had to do when he was still with the the, uh, the, the Oilers, and it was, what was it, like a preseason pep rally at the Astrodome? And he was like, two years ago, we knocked on the door. Okay. Last year, uh-huh. we banged on the door. This uh-huh. year, we're going to kick the son bitch in. And of course, that was back when you couldn't say "son of a bitch" on uh-huh. TV, so it was a big deal. I was, I was, I was, uh, I had the over under at forty five seconds before you do a terrible impression of somebody, Jeremy, and I should have picked, I should have picked the under. Uh, Always you, go with you the jumped under. right into that. Always uh, go with the under. You didn't, so, you didn't sound so much like Bum Phillips as you did like what we in history class think Abraham Lincoln sounds like. So, uh, <laughs> no, I didn't or, sound any- or seven years ago. Uh, I didn't sound anything like Daniel Day Lewis. Right. Uh, well, Daniel Day Lewis actually sounded like Abraham Lincoln. In the history class, we hear like you know every every colonial era, every like old timey, not colonial era, but like civil eighteen eighty and before. Every man in history, every great American, 
sounds like this. I am Thomas Jefferson. That's how they, you know. <laughs> I am George Washington. That's it. Anyway. But, uh, uh, Nate, you remember this as a toddler. In 1983, when the Saints ended their season with an 8-8 eight and eight record, uh, the first time they ever uh, didn't have a losing season, that was Bum Phillips as coach. Yep. Yeah, that's, um, I do remember that. That was uh, just a couple months after my first birthday. That was and, a fantastic time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, they, uh, I bet right after that game, I bet you pissed your pants, Nate. The, uh, the, you know, they say that the Superdome is so big that you could take the Astrodome and fit inside the Superdome, fit it inside the Superdome, uh, and, like, the walls wouldn't even touch. That's how big the Superdome is compared to the Astrodome. The reason they know that isn't because they got a big measuring tape or did, did math. It's that Bum Phillips' cowboy hat is actually as big as the Astrodome, <laughs> and he fit it in the Superdome game after game. You guys, you see how funny I am? Oh, my God, I just came up with that. It's like I'm Billy Crystal. Okay. Are you, are you go, Later on, are you going to edit a drum symbol into that? Uh, the symbol clash? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Good. Good. I hope so. Okay. As, you know. Like to spoon and feed our audience here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so long, Bum Phillips, uh, coach. He coached yep. the Oilers. He coached Amarillo High School. He coached the Saints. Uh, his son is the defensive coordinator for the Houston Texans uh, yep. uh, right now. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he died. Wait, is his son 90. Wade Phillips? Wade Phillips. Oh, wow. Look at that. I didn't, oh, man. I didn't know that. You are. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. Matt, you, hey, Nate, don't ever go on Stump the Schwab. Don't do that, okay? That would uh, <laughs> that'd be a mistake. You. I don't even so, know what that is. Uh, that's so there we go. That well, case there in you point. Go. You just proved my point. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, By the way, Bum Phillips, great head coach, not so much on the general manager side. <laughs> little, little, little too sentimental with his old guys. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, wh- uh, He's a good old boy. Who did he? Who did he general manage? Uh, he brought in Kenny Stabler and Earl Campbell, well past their prime. Oh, he general managed the Saints. Yeah, he was GM when he was at the Saints. Ugh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he probably even signed Jim Taylor, 64-year-old yeah. Jim Taylor that year. Okay. Um, Nate has no idea what we're talking about. Okay, on to something that I Nate might know. I just fall asleep. Sorry, guys. <laughs> on to something about which Nate might know. Uh, Grambling State, your Grambling State Tigers, uh, lost this Saturday to Jackson State in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, for uh, and, and, you know, they say if you watch this game, it was over before the game even started. Uh, mm-hmm. that's because <laughs> Grambling's players were back in Grambling because they ain't want to play. Uh, they're tired of this shit. Uh, they're like 0-7. Uh, they had just been – they had been – like, this is uh, – this could end up being such a huge deal for college football. Now, totally. the, the story – now, here, here's the story. Uh, Grambling sucks. Grambling's funding sucks. Doug Williams, uh, who had just – their, their former coach, former quarterback, uh, and, uh, the, and the former former head coach, had uh, had just been fired mid-season this year, right after he had solicited donations from uh, sports alumni and sports boosters for Grambling, uh, but Grambling wouldn't let him use the funding to like build a new weight room or, or whatever like the football team might need because the administration didn't get a chance to line their pockets with it first because they're a bunch of corrupt pieces of shit. Uh, Nate, Nate, are you are you rubbing your mic on your balls or something over there? Uh, the, uh, no, but you want me to? Yeah, do it, dude. All right, hold on. Good. Uh, finally, some fair and balanced commentary from Nate. There, finally, yeah. finally, some something fair, something fair and balanced from Nate for once. Okay, great. Um, no, one hangs lower so, than the other way. I wouldn't say that they're balanced. Okay, but it is fair for anyway. So, uh, 
No, no. So they're 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 cheapskating these players. So they sent them on a bus trip to Kansas City, and they sent them on a bus trip to Indianapolis. Uh, that took forever, and they just got shut out in both those games because they were tired because their opponents flew to those games, and they weren't given their meals on the return trips. They're getting staff infections from like dirty jock straps, and so they're like, "Well, fine, we're not playing. This is gross. We're gonna die." And they didn't play, and so they forfeited the game against Jackson State. Now, a college football team has now refused to play because they are not happy with the deal they have been given. Might it happen at a more pr- uh, a more prominent program now? Now that it has happened, now that we know that it can happen? M- might so it happen? So what you're asking is, is this Pandora's box? Might, yeah, might uh, might somebody at a, at a high-profile program, might uh, 50 of those guys come together and say, like, hey, uh, well, we've already lost. We're in the top 25, but we've we, we had national championship aspirations. We've got the big game coming up this week. Uh, this we don't really have anything to gain from this because we're not getting paid. Why don't we just not play and fuck everything up? Why not? I don't know. I don't think they will, but uh, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't know. It, it, well, here's the here's the thing. Um, I don't know what the statistics are on this. How many people from Grambling? end up getting drafted and go and, and going on to play professional ball. But I, I know that at a bigger school where there is a chance of, of having a future in, in professional football, I think it would be less likely that they would strike. They would go basically essentially on strike and not play football uh, because you only have so much time to prove yourself in, in college. Well, Gram- Grambling has produced a lot of NFL players back in the day when Eddie Robinson was coach. Everson Walls, uh, 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 shoot, the, the offensive lineman for the for the Green Bay Packers, who's in the uh, Hall of Fame. You've got some Hall of Famers that came from Grambling. Yeah, Nate, come on, you- Nate, those guys are black. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and but, but and Adam, I would take issue with using the term firing Doug Williams in midseason because two games into the season isn't exactly midseason. Oh, okay, fine. Th- yeah, th- yeah. Thanks for your semantics, Sorry. Jeremy. God, glad Sorry. we got him on. All right. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, I, I'm a stickler for details, so I appreciate that, Jeremy. Well done. No problem. No problem. No problem. Yeah, but they are on their third coach. Um, it, it it's a mess, you know. They they were fed peanut butter and jelly sandwiches after a, a bus trip to Indianapolis, which oh, Doug Williams had awesome. arranged. Doug Williams had arranged that deal, and they got a quarter million dollars. And like you had mentioned, he wanted the money for the athletic department. The president uh, said, "No, this is going to the general fund." And then you got people bringing in Bobby Jindal and the cutbacks and everything in the state. So it's it's a big mess, and people are pointing fingers left and right. But yeah, when you start talking about staff infections and you know, laundry not getting done and unsafe in facilities and all this other crap. Yeah, people are saying, hey, you've got a scholarship. You're supposed to play football. But the university has to hold up their end of the bargain as well. Well, have right. you seen the p- pictures of the facilities there? There's like mold oh, all over their yeah, walls. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's like. Exactly. It's, and, plus, have you, have you, and plus, have you ever Google imaged staff infection? No, I don't want to. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, no, I want to eat again. Uh-huh. Um, if you ever want to go on a diet, Nate, uh, look yeah. up look up staff infection and then look up uh, Balut, B-A-L-U-T. Um, oh, my God. Do you know what that is? No. All right. I'm going to do it right now. Hold on. It's, it's, uh, I'll, I'll just tell you what it is right now. No, it's, no, no, no. Just well, let I wanna, me do well, it. Well, I want to tell the Hootenears, though. The Hootenears don't want to listen to you Googling stuff. I have to tell them because this is, like, sort of live. It's not live. It's recorded. Balut is um, uh, it's, uh, it's a duck egg, but it's, like, really developed. It's, like, almost hatched. 
and you just like open up the egg and just eat it with a spoon. Like you just dig into the little duckling's brains and you just wait. Spell this again. B B as in bastard. A as in bastard ass lesbian Uzbekistan titties. Staff infection balut. All I'm seeing is a couple of USC fighters. Not the fucking. Don't look up staff infection balut like in one search, you idiot. Just balut. Staff infection is a different thing. Just like a balut. Look, okay, okay. Uh, hey, just chill uh, the fuck. Okay, that's imagine uh, e- imagine eating a ba- imagine eating a baby duck with a spoon. Okay, look, we gotta move. We gotta we gotta do our football picks now. Okay, it's time oh, for um, yeah. There I'm we go. Run. You're looking at balut, and now it's time for first down. First, first we have to look at last week's results. Uh, we had basketball, Dave. God, I cleaned up both your asses. Dave made a few mistakes. The South Carolina Gamecocks lost to my Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, his Texas A&M Aggies lost to my Auburn Tigers. His Louisville Cardinals lost to my Central Florida Golden Knights. His UCLA Bruins lost to my Stanford Cardinal. His Indianapolis Colts lost to your Nate's uh, San Diego Chargers. His Miami Dolphins lost to your Buffalo Bills. His Tennessee Titans lost to your San Francisco 49ers. Nate, you made a bunch of mistakes yourself. Your Virginia Cavaliers lost to my Duke Blue Devils. Your Clemson Tigers lost to my Florida State Seminoles. Your Georgia Bulldogs lost to my Vanderbilt Commodores. Your Arizona Cardinals lost to my Seattle Seahawks. Your New England Patriots lost in overtime after a controversial call reminiscent of the 2004 LSU-Auburn game to my New York Jets. Your Denver Broncos lost to my Indianapolis Colts. Shocker. Your, not really shocker, but sort of shocker. Your, your Shaw Eagles lost to... My <laughs> lost to Dave's Jesuit Blue Jays, piece of shit alumnus. Uh, I made you, you got you are one lucky bastard. My I am. My Maryland Terrapins lost to Dave's Wake Forest Demon Deacons. My Florida Gators lost to Dave's Missouri Tigers. Wow. And my LSU Fighting Tigers lost to Dave's Ole Miss Rebel Black Bears. We only got. By the way, we combined to get one SEC pick right, and that was the Alabama Crimson Tide over the Arkansas Razorbacks. We got all our SEC picks wrong. The score from last week: me eighteen, Nate two. Basketball Dave, negative three. Uh, bringing yes! Orcus- as long as I'm not in last place. <laughs> bringing the season total. Me, 60. Nate, six. Okay. Uh, <laughs> God, Nate, you suck so bad. Okay. You know what, um, This is a game of luck, and you know it. Mm-hmm. Well, Alabama's the only team. Alabama's the only team in the SEC that did not get the memo that the favorites are supposed to, were supposed to play like shit. But no, no, that Alabama beat Arkansas 52 to nothing for the second consecutive year. They beat them 52 to nothing last year. And uh, so if all in all... Alabama has scored 111 consecutive points in the Alabama-Arkansas series. So, Jesus. Good Lord, Arkansas. Uh, um, boo-hoo, Pig Suey. Ho! Oh, look at me! I'm so funny. Okay, look, let's do our picks. We're going to add the Southland Conference of the FCS level uh, to, uh, to tip our hats to the McNeese State Cowboys, who are doing very well this year. Uh, yep. And, and we'll, uh, we'll also put a little surprise at the end. So, um, the random number... Jeremy, you're old as shit. I'm slightly less old. Nate, you're a baby. Uh, so that's one, two, three. V. Random number is two. That's me. I shall start. Nathan Frizzell, I'll take my Northwestern State Demons over your Sam Houston State Bearcats. That's a mistake. I will take my Stephen Fuller Austin, never heard of you before, oh. over Jeremy's Central Arkansas Pig Snouts. Oh, oh come on. Lumberjacks over Bears. Burrs. Lumberjacks over Burrs. Uh. I will take my McNeese State Cowboys over Adams, Nickel State Colonels. Uh, Nathan Rizal, I'll take my Southeastern Louisiana Lions over your Lamar Cardinals. And that was the Southland Conference on to the state of Louisiana. Nate, you've got the board. Go towards me. Uh, I'm going to take my uh, LaTeX uh, Bulldogs over your Florida International um, fuckers. Golden Panthers. <laughs> Jeremy White, I'll take my Louisiana Monroe Warhawks over your Georgia State Panthers. I will take my UL Lafayette Raging Cajuns over Nate's Arkansas State Red Wolves. 
Bring it. I'm going to take my two-lane green wave over Adam's Tulsa Salsas. Golden Hurricane. Come on, Golden Hurricane. Ah, God, it's like a golden shower, but way better. Okay, on to the Southeastern Conference. Uh, I have the board. I'm going towards Nate. Nate, I'll take my Ole Miss Rebel Black Bears over your Idaho Vandals. That's fine. I'm going to take my Auburn Tiger Plainsman Sissies over Jeremy's, excuse me, Jeremy's Florida Atlantic uh, Middle of Nowheres. Howls. God, Jesus. Uh. Oh, great. I get this one here. Okay, then uh, I will take. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, this. I'm going to go with my South Carolina Gamecocks over Adams, Missouri Tigers. Great. Thanks for giving me shit to edit out, Jeremy. All right. Uh, Nate, I'll take my Mississippi State Bulldogs over your Kentucky Wildcats. That's fine. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna take my uh, Texas uh, A&M Aggies over Jeremy's Vanderbilt Commodores. I'm going to go with my Alabama Crimson Tide over Adams, Tennessee Volunteers. And I'll have my Louisiana State Fighting Tigers over your Nate's Furman Paladins. And that's you, the South. You, and I'm going to make that my luck of the strong. Uh, you get the easiest pick of the day. You got the easiest picks last week, and you got them wrong. On to the rest. Let's round out the top oh, 14. Uh, Nate, you've got the uh, you got the board. Go towards me. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to take my, uh, my Clemson Tigers over Adams, Maryland Merriman. Terrapins. How do you not know that? Jeremy White, I'll take my Stanford Cardinal over your Oregon State Beavers. I'm going to go ahead and take my Oklahoma Sooners over Nate's Texas Tech Red Raiders. Ooh, all right. Well, I'm going to take my uh, Fresno State Freeman over Adams San Diego State uh, uh, Bill and Ted's. Those are right in your backyard. That's Bulldogs over the Aztecs. You peak. God. Jesus, quit watching The Notebook and watch some sports. Okay, uh, Jeremy, I'll take my Virginia Tech Hokies over your Duke Blue Devils. Fine, I'm going to go ahead and take my Oregon Ducks over Nate's UCLA Bruins. Uh, I like them over USC, so I guess in that case they are mine. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take my Miami Hurricanes over uh, Adam's uh, Wake Forest um, Demon Deacons. Very, uh, you just guessed, didn't you? you just do something no, out there. I knew it was uh, right. Yeah, I, I, I know. Well, obviously you doubles. did. Obviously you did. You wouldn't have said Demon Deacons if you didn't know it was that. Okay. Uh, Jeremy, I'll take my Baylor Bears, uh, the current heavyweight champion of the world, over your Kansas Jayhawks. It's fine. I'm going to go ahead and take my Ohio State Buckeyes over Nate's Penn State Nittany Lions. Nittany Lions. All right. I'm going to take my uh, Florida State Seminoles over Adams, North Carolina State uh Hicks. On to the NFL, I've got the board of going towards Nate. Nate, I'll take my New York Giants over your Minnesota Vikings. boy. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take my Carolina Panthers over Jeremy's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, then uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the undefeated Kansas City uh, Chiefs over Adams Cleveland Browns. Nathan, I'm going to go with my New England Patriots over your Miami Dolphins. That's fine. I'm going to go with my Cincinnati Bengals over Jeremy's New York Jets. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take my Pittsburgh Steelers over Adams, Oakland Raiders. Nate, I'll have my San Francisco 49ers over your Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I have a feeling my Denver Broncos are going to take over Jeremy's Washington Racists. Suck. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take my Dallas Cowboys over. No, 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 no. No, uh, no, you no, can't reverse no, it. You no, called it. No, no, no. I'm, go I'm going with the upset, slight upset. I'm going to go with my Detroit Lions over Adams, Dallas Cowboys. Nate, I'll take my Philadelphia Eagles over your New York Giants. That's fine. I'm going to take my Atlanta Falcons over Jeremy's Arizona Cardinals. All right, then I'm going to go and uh, take my Green Bay Packers over Adams, Minnesota Vikings. And I'll have my New Orleans Saints over Nate's Buffalo Bills, and I'm going to make that my shoot of the strong. And that was the NFL onto the LHSAA. Nate, you've got the board. Go towards me. Uh, I'm going to take my 
Jesuit Blue Jays over Adams Archbishop Rummel Raiders. Jeremy White, I'll take my West Monroe Rebels over your Pineville Rebels. All right, that's fine. I'm going to go ahead and take my South Terrebonne Gators over Nate's Morgan City Tigers. All right, and that's the LHSAA. The World Series starts this week. Uh, I don't know if you guys know that, but it is October, so uh, games one through four will be played this week before we uh, podcast next. Uh, Nate, you've got the board. Go towards Jeremy. Uh, I'm going to take my uh, Boston Red Sox over Jeremy's St. Louis Cardinals. That's in game one. Uh, game one, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, the St. Louis, my St. Louis Cardinals in game two over Adams' Boston Red Sox. In game three, Nate, I'm going to take my St. Louis Cardinals over your Boston Red Sox. That's fine. In game four, I'm going to take my St. Louis Cardinals over your Jeremy Boston Red Sox. And that was first down and ball. Which has now predicted that St. Louis will jump out to a 3-1 lead in the series. Thank God, because fuck Boston. Okay. Uh, and yes, that was first down and ball. Just to review, my top 14 in my computer ranking. I know we all know who, what the BCS rankings are. I've got number 14, Oklahoma, number 13, Clemson, number 12, Stanford, number 11, Auburn, number 10, Texas Tech, number 9, Fresno State, number 8, Virginia Tech, number 7, Oregon, number 6, Miami, number 5, Baylor, number 4, Ohio State, number 3, Missouri, number 2, Alabama, number number 1. After that great quality win over Clemson, Florida State, Seminoles. Um, another quick note before we go, uh, the Baylor Bears – um, uh, are I, I mentioned that they were the heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, do you guys know yeah, what, what I mean by that? Yeah, what the hell is that? That means, okay, in 1869, Rutgers and Princeton played the first ever college football oh, game. That, that yes. week. So, so Rutgers won that game. So let's pretend that there's a championship belt, and Rutgers is the champion now. Okay, great. The next – and then so to, to be the man, you got to beat the man, just like in boxing or something. So uh, yes. three weeks later, Princeton beat Rutgers. So then Princeton's the world champion. I think two, three years later, uh, Princeton lost to Penn or something like that. So Penn's the world champion. So basically, whoever beats that team, uh, whatever. Uh, last year, when um, when Baylor beat Kansas State, they took the belt from Kansas State, and Baylor's had the belt since. They're undefeated since, and uh, they got a mm. showdown with Oklahoma coming up soon. Um, and that'll be interesting. That'll be a great heavyweight title bout, and who knows who comes out on top in hey Adam, that Adam, matchup. what'd you have for breakfast this morning? A, a, a well, it's right next to me right now. It is a uh, a rock star recovery drink, the orange flavored one. Okay, never mind. But it's, it's only... that's because that's because it's right here. I know what you're you're doing the short term memory thing, but I wouldn't have yeah. remembered. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, and those were my balls. Balls. Love it, love it. Well done, guys. Well done. I think we've got ourselves a a, a good game this week, don't you, Jeremy? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, it's unfo- got- it's unfo- it's unfortunate that uh, I think a few of the players were looking forward to Furman. Where they got caught looking ahead to Furman this week. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Well, we could spend a whole show about that that that, atro- that atrocity that was LSU football this week, um, but we won't go there. Right. Uh, right, Adam. Uh, right, because I don't want to spend uh, an hour saying exactly what's on every message board on the face of the planet. Uh, you can, you know where you all know where you can log on to find all this that that shit. Okay. Um, yes, uh, yes. We 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 should either fire or fire or keep the coach that we have. Sure. Okay. That's <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think it's it's come down to that. I don't There's, think we should consider firing him at all. Anyway, uh-huh. Here we go. Uh, but uh, but yeah, Adam, what about you? What you got coming up? Sleeping and jerking off. What about you? Uh, actually, I'll probably be doing a little bit of the same thing. Maybe some other stuff in there. Uh, but uh, that, that's that's basically my week. Halloween's coming up, which I'm very excited for. 
Uh, incidentally, for you who news out there, stick around because uh, this Friday is going to be a very special Halloween uh, edition of Frizzell Fridays. So stay tuned for what I like to call spooktacle. Uh, that's going to be on Fridays right here on the regtech.com. Uh, that's going to do it for us today, I think, right? Adam, mm-hmm. anything else? Nope. All right. Well, here we go. For uh, Adam Wilson in Brooklyn, New York, Jeremy White in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, I'm Nate Frizzell in Hollywood, California. This has been the Bicoastal Hootenanny starring Nate and Adam to all of our friends back home and to everyone in between. We say sweet All right. Let's do that again. Jeremy, you, have to, you can't do it at the same time. You have to, we have to oh. do it separately. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's right. the magic of editing. Gotcha. Uh, Hello? Is that me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look, Nate, Jeremy, then me. Go ahead. Oh, okay. sorry. Swing it Swing Okay, now do it the same way Nate does it, so that okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Try to do it exactly. Okay, all right. Ah, okay, Let's, gotcha. Okay. Ah, duh. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. right. Swing it Swing it Swing it Swing it Email us your questions, comments, corrections, and any tips on how to get all my shampoo on the flight to Nate and Adam at theredstick.com or call us at 225-244-9469. This has been the Bicosal Hoot Nanny starring Nate and Adam. Next week, Halloween! Visit us at theredstick.com or subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow the show on Twitter at Hoot. This has been a production of The Red Stick.